What is up, in my story listeners? Welcome back to chapter 14 of the In My Story podcast. I'm your storyteller, Milton. Why does my voice sound deeper? Hmm. Sounds very sexual. Yeah, no, nah, I fucked it up. Yeah, never mind. All right, roll. Hey, play it back. No, I'm kidding. Usually I do the whole, on the last episode of the MS Story podcast or on a previous chapter, apparently I made a mistake and didn't do it. I could have swore I did it, but I guess not. So fuck it. I'm going to just, just, just record. Just go right into it. Go right into it. So this chapter is titled Consistently Inconsistent. Try saying that 10 times fast. <laughs> Consistently inconsistent, consistently inconsistent, consistently inconsistent, consistently inconsistent. It's not like a Migos track. Let me just make sure the levels are good. Yeah, so much for pre-production. Just, you know, pre-produce while you're recording. Sorry. All right, let me get into it. Again, you can follow this podcast on IG. The handle is I-N-M-Y-S-T-O-R-Y-R-Y-P-O-D. pod. Uh, I'm on an Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google Playlist, something called Red Republic One, or what is that? Unless I'm thinking about the, the Republican Party, Red Republic, Radio Republic. I think it's Radio Public, and a couple other uh, platforms. But I'm there. Search in my story pod, and press play. Listen. If you like an episode, please screenshot it, upload to your IGs, Twitters, wherever, and just share, 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 spread the word. Appreciate that. Now, I will say this. This week, from work to, honestly, it's just work, work really. Not so much as that overworked. It's just tiring, very fast-paced, the job I work at. Again, allegedly, allegedly, may ha- may work in the school, may work with grades six to twelve. I don't know yet. I don't know. I'm just you know speaking hypothetically here. But it's very it's a very fast paced day. Obviously, getting back um, from remote to now in person. So, just constant you know just kids everywhere, which is great. Don't get me wrong, of course. Uh, it's not so much, it's never them. It's just more so what goes around, like carrying boxes, inventory for supplies, whatever. But yeah, this week is just getting home late. There was, I had uh, tryouts that I was coaching a couple of teams. So I realized like maybe midweek with coming home late because of tryouts, practices, things of that nature, I'm like, I don't feel like recording. Yes, believe it or not. I didn't feel like recording chapter 14. Or I, I started having doubt in the podcast. Uh, I uploaded a surprise drop. Was it, I think it was last Saturday. And, you know, my whole thing is not look at numbers. Just be consistent. It's only, it's only, only 14 episodes. And I... I guess you could say the insecurity or also on my end, I haven't been really promoting the podcast as much. I promoted the day it drops. And after that, I kind of just fall off. I haven't really done search up how to, you know, I know how to do reels, but like 
editing and, and you know putting just like what can engage listeners instead of a screenshot of Apple Podcasts of Spotify like you know all these doubts in my head which is what I'm consistently good at I haven't wrote anything down that's another thing I'm, I'm consistently inconsistently inconsistent about I don't outline things whether it be podcasts whether it be my life overall all right, I'm going so many different directions, so let me just... That's what I do consistently. I go on tangents. I don't stay... I'll start with one story, then I'll go in detail about a specific, you know, like the color hair like the color hair of somebody in the story and then speak about them for a brief 20 seconds and then go back into the main story. I'm like, so I wonder, do I lose listeners? Do I lose people who I'm just communicating with on a daily basis? But isn't that what makes me, me? Hmm, question mark. <laughs> so, reason, part of this podcast, and I've said before, it's, it's therapy for me, but it's also, I'm holding myself accountable with these episodes. Aside from, sorry, aside from my Columbia trip, I've been pretty consistent with episodes it's been well with this release would be 14 so 14 of the last 15 weeks i've put an episode i've had a lot of feedback people sharing it people tell me what i could work on what could improve on what i should do but this week i just felt i'm not gonna do it i don't want to do it i have nothing to talk about i feel the last couple episodes like I've spoken about, it was obviously random topics. And the title of the podcast usually dictates like the main part of the story. And I was talking about, I think last, let's speak about last episode. Oh, heartbreak. We before that was not wanting kids or I don't want kids of my own, but I don't mind being a stepfather. So this book of, this audio book of this podcast so many different chapters and things don't align correctly, I feel. I'm doing a self-assessment at this point with myself and this podcast. As harsh as I am on myself, I say, you know, when you're a listener of a podcast, you just, there's something you like about it. It's the structure, it's the personalities. And I feel like, what do people like about my podcast? Do people even like it to begin with? All these doubts I have in my head is what I consistently do to myself. It's, I feel like me, I'm consistent in being harsh on myself, being down on myself, saying I'm no, I'm no good, always saying, hey, you could always do better, you should have done better. I think where that stemmed from was uh, uh, my pops. And looking back at it, you know, just one quick example. I would have a 85 or a 90 on an exam, bring it home, had to get signed by the parent, right? We've all been there. Obviously, when we have a high grade, we're passing, we show our parents. When it's a, it's a shitty grade, mm, how does my mom do her signature? Which, by the way, my mom's signature was impossible impossible 
to replicate. Thank God my pops showed me how to do his. Because my pops hated when I would bring paper, like permission slips. He's like, I think it's been me, so why are you asking me? They need your signature. Like, yeah. One time he showed me his signature, so mine is very similar to his because of that. And from then on, he never signed a permission slip from sixth grade on. He's like, you know my signature, go ahead. I did that, learned how to do checks and everything, thanks to my mom. Okay, going off the rails. So he would say, oh, where's the other 10 points? Why aren't you getting 100? Or he'd be upset when I didn't go to school. He would be upset that I didn't have a perfect attendance, especially when graduation would come around and he said, oh, this award goes to uh, the student with a perfect attendance, 100% attendance. And he would always make a note of that. He would say, that should have been you, but you were sick that day. Or you were like, he started to, you know, Remember everything, every day that I missed, which was like maybe on average three days, five days at max, maybe, maybe. But it was the, I guess at that age, you when you hear that, you just hear like that you're no good, that you should have done better. Now as I'm older, I think my pops probably it was just more about accountability, about making sure that I'm on time, I do what I gotta do, I go to work, and I'm seeing it now reflect as an adult. In my job, the last couple of years, I've been consistently late. <laughs> Either late or on time. Was the saying goes, if you're on time, that means you're late. This year, this first month, I've been going in at least 20 to 30 minutes early. You know, get myself situated. Try to eat something. You know, snack on something and then get right into work because it's just very fast paced, as I said. So I'm very, I'm consistently harsh on myself. That's one. The next thing that I'm consistently good at, procrastination. <laughs> one story I have, it was sophomore year of high school. Shout out Grady. Great, no lady Grady. <laughs> Grady heads out here. Miss St. John Baffa. Shout out, Miss St. John. Hope you're well. Like, she listens to this podcast. But I hope you're well, and I hope your son's doing great. It was, what, was it U.S. history? I think it was US, U.S. history. And for about, I think she handed the assignment, like, two months. Yeah, two months prior to his, you know, prior. So we had two months to do it. It was a 10-page, it's an 8 to 10-page essay. It was the first time I've, of doing an essay of this magnitude. And she was really saying like, hey, this is preparing you for two years from now when you're two or three years when you're in college. And I thank her, you know, to this day about that because I always remember um, that lesson. But more importantly, she gave us free range to do any topic, right? It didn't have to be in the curriculum, it's just anything with U.S. history. I did on the U.S. and uh, Cuban Missile Crisis I knew about that summer for two months I may have collected notes here and there but I didn't do the essay till the day before so I, I stayed home again going back to the correlation right there I was absent for one day because I had to do this assignment so I it wouldn't be 
I wouldn't be marked late for the assignment. I'm like, I'll take the absent because tom- tomorrow this is due. Uh, I told my sister. I don't think she told my dad at the time. I think we convinced him that, oh, yeah, yeah, he's been he went to school. He came and he's been working on it since. Shut up, Stella. Always going to laugh at me. Helping me lie. And we, uh, we, <laughs> I, I started like maybe 10 in the morning, finished it like at 10 at night. Great. Like 12 hours to do like 10, pa- 10 pages. I think I did like 10 and 11. But I felt good. I, f- I felt great. You know, when you write in an essay, and I'm going to, you know, experience that as I continue with my bachelor's and master's thesis, all that stuff. I now five pages is nothing to me. Now, as you guys know, I talk a lot, so typing is no different. You know, I'm good. It's just more about starting. And I procrastinated for two months and stressed out about it. And my grade on on that essay was uh, 85. As great as it sounds, and that's why I picked up the bad habit, this consistent bad habit of procrastination, of the, oh, I work, I work better under pressure. If, if my back's up against the wall, that's it. I'm just going to be zero in and focus. I kept happening from then on. Sophomore year, junior, uh, senior. Uh, at this point, I don't even know what I am as a, as a college student, but I've been in college since I was 18, in and out. And in some essays or assignments or studying, it would be that, last minute, last minute, last minute. And now I see the consequences from it. Or I saw them in the moment. And now I tell myself, okay, if you know there's an assignment that's due uh, this day, that day, each day prior, prepare for it. Or every other day. Or a weekend or something. Because that way you, you know, you have your drafts, you have your notes. You know, maybe maybe type, type out a page. Maybe next day two pages instead of waiting all for the night before you know because then the stress you know anxiety uh doubt creeps in my mind because of procrastination and me i believe it or not they trust me to advise students i'm an advisor of some sort that's why i tell these you know these kids you know ironically they're sophomores as well i tell them don't do what I did and at times still do. I'm telling you this because I know how you how a lot of them operate. You know, anxieties or stress. I'm like, well, you're doing it to yourself. You're leaving it for last minute. You know, prioritize. Prioritize. Like, if this assignment is due Friday and you were handed it on Monday, don't do it on Thursday night. Thursday night, it should be the night that you're just revising and you're going through it and make sure everything's good, ready to be, be submitted Friday. You know, work on it each day. If you can knock it out on one day, cool, but revise it. And obviously these kids, like, yeah, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right. Like I always say, in life, life is the best teacher. You know, everyone can give you advice, but then everyone's going to take it. You know, anyone can give advice. You know. So, yeah, I because of my mistakes, I tell... You know, my kids, my students, don't don't fall into that trap. Don't fall into that habit. 
it worked one time and time and that's the thing we get we get fooled easily we think it's because it happened one time oh it always worked out that way no because it's gonna be so many different stressors so many different other factors you just have to you know again organize yourself prioritize um assignments or errands in life just again all this is all this the same concepts the same principles apply in assignments for school daily life errands relationships with people so i'm so what's that i'm consistently inconsistent oh that's my third one i'm consistently harsh myself i'm consistently i'm a consistent procrastinator and i'm trying to get better with that you know i've been like i said going time to work waking up earlier if i have to like just doing different things because again what's the saying um uh insanity is uh doing this um doing the same thing over and over again expecting change you gotta reflect and make adjustments like right, what am i doing wrong what am i doing because i'm getting the same result what do i need to change what do i need what do i need to shift so my third thing that i'm consistent i'm consistently inconsistent so back to the first point or an original point i made and never got to it or never elaborated was about this podcast right Again, 14 out of the last 15 weeks, there's been an episode. Only missed one week because I stayed longer in Colombia. One week, I had (laughs) technical difficulties and released it on on a Tuesday. Uh, This past week, it was technically two episodes in one week because I released one on Monday and then just a surprise drop on Saturday which counted for this past Monday. And then chapter 14 is coming out whenever you're hearing this. Like I said, I didn't want to do this episode. I didn't think I was, I'm like, all right, I'm looking at numbers. I'm doubting myself and being harsh. Again, this way my brain thinks, I believe my first three points are all coming together. They're all related in some way, shape, or form. They all lead to one thing to the next. I procrastinate about my podcast this week, sort of, because I was just busy, work, getting home, li- getting home late. So I know, all right, Sunday I'm going to a concert at night. So how much time do I have to record an episode? Okay, record it, do any edits, whatever the case is. Like I said, this I know it was very inconsistent. These chapters kind of don't go along. It's a very odd story. It's one thing to the next. It's five stories in one episode. I said to myself, okay, I'm still doing the podcast. Am I enjoying it? I'm just very, I'm thinking very deeply about this. Do people enjoy my podcast? Just again, just doubting, doubting, doubting. And something happened. My week, my work week ended great. Uh, I was around great people. Nice you know, drinks and food the last couple of nights. Walking around Central Park. Drinking a lot of wine. <laughs> I'm losing my train of thought. Sorry, I'm just reminiscing on uh, on my weekend. And last night, I was with uh, my brothers, uh, Jose and Gustavo and my cousin-in-law's. Uh, shout out Yosmar and, and Francisco. And it was just a fun night. A lot of drinking, a lot of Casamigos, just having fun. It was totally unexpected. 
uh, I see Yo's on IG, and then and I show Jose. Jose goes like, Damn. I'm like, yo, FaceTime him. He's like, you FaceTime him. I'm like, I got you. Yo, nah, yo, Yo's, yo, Yo's, my come here. Yo, come, yo, come over, come in my house. I was like, nah, you come over. Jose goes, ya estoy pedo, ya estoy pedo. No me dejan salir a casa. Mind you, it's, well, for those that, sorry, for those that don't know, well, again, Jose's a dear friend of mine, a brother of mine, his wife, Susie. So I'm introducing a new character. Susie, happy birthday. Yay. 34 years young. She's going to hate me for this. So he's like, oh, Susie, don't let, don't let me leave. He's just talking shit, right? And so, but on FaceTime, again, because of quarantine, we've all just been used to drinking together, taking shots together on a FaceTime, on a Zoom call. He goes, hey, drink. Jose tells Yosemar and Pants, yo, drink, chug that, chug that. Yosemar says, hey, we'll chug this, but, and we're going to, I do not condone drinking and driving. Actually, they didn't didn't drink drink and drive. They drank and were in the backseat of an Uber. Drive safely and respond. Drink responsibly and drive safely. I mean, yeah, you know what I mean. Shit. Oh, I'm not gonna have an ad <laughs> ad reading for. Uh, actually, I think I need the ad reading for drinking. See, this is why I don't drive. I'm going. Uh, I'm, I'm losing it. I'm losing it. So anyway, long story less long. I was like, nah, they're not fucking coming. And then I'm. I'm I told him no. I know when they're bullshitting, and I know when they're when they're for real. They're coming. I call maybe ten minutes later, and Jose realizes, oh, they're not in the living room. They're in. It's dark. We see streetlights. And then I uh, they Yosma calls me. He's like, hey, we're downstairs. I bring him up. Jose's like, fuck. <laughs> it's it's like how you want. It's like when someone invites you and make plans and you say yes because of, you know, maybe just impulse and then next day you regret like, shit, two weeks from now I have to hang out with this person. Like, you may be cool with them, but you just don't want to hang out maybe. You don't want to, you know, leave. And then they cancel last minute and you're so happy. Yeah, this is the opposite. He's like, fuck, they actually came. God damn it, shit. You had to get the bottles and everything and it was a great night. A lot of laughs, sharing stories, drinks. A lot of drinks. Casamigos and Sprite, pretty pretty good. Just putting it out there. And yeah, and I woke up this morning, not hungover, because Saturday morning I woke up hungover just by drinking nothing but wine. And yesterday I had the Holy Trinity. I had wine, beer, and liquor. But surprisingly, I was not hungover. And I don't know, maybe because it was a beautiful... Sunday morning, going to a concert, going to meet up with a friend prior uh, to the concert. I'm like, yo, I got stuff to talk about. And it's about, but it's about being consistent. Throughout this work week, I was just tired, not stressed, again, just mostly tired, coming home late, taking the train. I have another stress that I'll speak about another time in terms of my living situation. And I woke up and I'm like, yo, life is good. Life is good. I have great people. I have good friends that you, you just catch up. 
Um, shout out to my boys, Andy and Will. Uh, they hit me up yesterday. He's like, hey, yo, what the fuck? You've been mad quiet. Everything good? I was worried. I'm like, not, dude. It was just, just work. I'm like, I don't even look at my phone at all unless I have to text Adamant or whomever. But other than that, I'm just, just want to get home and sleep and knock out. He's like, all right, look, look. They're like, yo, just, you know, just hit us up. Just let us know what's up. Just checking in on you and checking with us. I appreciate that, especially for us men. We don't do that enough with our friends, you know, and it's about being consistent, which leads to my next point. Oh, wait, I didn't even get to the consistently inconsistent. <laughs> yeah, this podcast, I'm, I'm like, damn, it's been how many episodes? I got, I'm thinking about it even right now, and I'm realizing in the moment, wow, I have been consistent. The numbers is numbers. The listenership is, it is what it is. But I've been consistent, and that's what podcasting, there's no right way to do it. There's examples that of a Joe Rogan, a Joe Budden, uh, you know, pot, you know those, uh, pot, no, I guess you could say pioneers of podcasting, or Howard Stern with radio and everything. It's just you're consistent. You just put, my thing is like, hey, I put content out there. I see where I gravitate towards other people. I know it's just me. I'm sure you're probably tired of hearing my voice after 12 minutes and it's 25 minutes right now. But some people do enjoy that. So I got to focus on just content, content, and maybe do more engagement with listeners and see what they like. I look back in other episodes and the episodes that were very, that have, I don't want to say good numbers or just a high listener listening count. It's about very deep, um, topics, conversations, you know, about generational habits and breaking them. Um, interview I had with my, uh, when I, conversation, I should say, I had with my cousin Diana, uh, D. Boutique. Uh, she, uh, you know, she has her brand and, you know, does you know, her uh, boutique shop and, you know, her, her not her fans, her shoppers, <laughs> Or listen to it. So I'm like, all right, what do people want to hear and listen? Like I'm figuring out on the fly, but I just know the main things is being about being consistent. Because when I had my other podcast, the Spit Talk, if you want, I will, which never really launched. Our struggle, me and my friends, was being consistent, and that's why. And I think I said episode one, chapter one. If you haven't heard it, go listen to it on Spotify and Apple. I'm going to bank on myself. You want something to be done, done right, then, or do it yourself. Just do it. And that's my main thing, just getting the podcast out, getting content out, seeing what, what sticks, what doesn't stick. It's trial and error, but at least I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And I'm not procrastinating. Like, I usually, the work week is busy, and the weekends, I, there is a, a window an hour, hour and a half where I could set up and record. I'm proud of myself. You know, I don't have no, that fancy machine with the sound effects, but I'm gonna clap for myself. Even though that sounded like um, I was smashing cheeks, but I'm gonna, you know what, I'll just pat myself on the back. <laughs> Which leads me to my next consistent thing I do. I should check up on my friends a lot more. 
check up on my friends, family members. Uh, I had a, I haven't cried in a while. I, I enjoy crying. It, it's a good release. Um, I relieve a lot of stress and sadness, or at times I do release joy as well. And I said, damn, I miss my sister. I miss my pops. We're so far away. We're scattered. But what am I doing? Or what am I not doing? Like, I could hit them up. I could call them. You know, because it's, it's, it's a sense of pride and ego. Like, I think because... Anytime I've called my sister, it's always been because something bad has happened and vice versa. So when we call each other, it could be two in the afternoon and, you know, obviously it's three hour time difference between here and Seattle. She'll say, is everything okay? Are you right? What's, what's wrong? And then because it's a habit of ours, something that became a habit. We don't talk. You know, we, we know we're each alive, depending on if whoever posts something on Instagram and we'll text, how's it going? Because what happens is that we don't talk consistently, we don't text, and then one day we, it's, we make a call and we're talking for three hours. I need to do better. Um, I'm not going to speak for my sister. Because um, I can, I can easy, easily say, and I'm easily say, I'm going to say it right now. Oh, but she's my sister. She goes to hit me up. She could, but if I want to talk to her, if I miss her, then I should call her. You know, my pops, it's because the Wi-Fi in El Salvador is a bit shaky. He's laggy. At times, he's with people that I don't know who they are. And I, he puts me on, puts the camera. Like He puts them on camera. And I'm like, I don't care about your friends. Not to sound, because I don't think those people are really his friends. I just want to talk to you. Because... I didn't spend enough time with him when, when he was here in New York in the last few years. You know, because I was, I invested a lot in a relationship and it was that was a priority of mine and my own life and hanging out and being a young 20-year-old. And I'm like, all right, well, that's that time is gone. I can't get back. I could call him. Like, it he called me, I was at work, couldn't pick up. I was like, he calls me again. I'm on the train. I said, I'm on the ground. I'm going on the ground, so I'll call you later. It's a, I forgot what I did in between all that, or I was talking to other people. And I was going to ready to go to sleep, and it was probably midnight. And I said, I'm like, yo, I was just crying about my pops. I'm like, let me, I'm going to call. Talk, talk for about half an hour. He's just telling me about, uh, you know, unfortunately, my uncle and his wife over there, they tested positive. They both are vaccinated, but they tested positive for COVID. So I was talking about that for a little bit. Then he asked me, update me on the Yankees. What's up? What's going on with them? And that's usually a lot of our conversations, like updating him on, on the Yanks. But it was just nice to talk to my dad. Oh, oof, 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 oof. All right, we're back. I did not want to cry. I had to. <laughs> Even though I just said, I love crying. Yeah, I'm not trying to record myself crying either, though. Yes, that's something I, want, I, you know, we always do the whole new year, new year, me, new me, or things we want to improve on, you know, that bullshit. And I always say I want to, I got to be better as a brother, as a friend, as a son. Like, I texted my brother yesterday, but I have two numbers of him. I have, I don't know which is his current number. Um, he's a, I was watching the 
Chivas game. I don't really care for Liga, Liga Mekis. That's a soccer league in Mexico. But they were playing, so I sent him a picture of it. I'm like, oh, he'll probably respond to that. He didn't respond. Maybe it was the wrong number. I don't know. But I want to be a better uncle. I don't. I talk to my, you know, my niece and nephew from Dallas. I talk to them on their birthdays. And yeah, for the most part, my nephews and. Arizona, they, uh, you know, I talk to them through, you know, IG stories. I'll catch up with them, but I should call them. I'm the, again, in both cases, I'm the adult. Yeah, my niece and nephew in Dallas, they're older, and, you know, I think my nephew's like 20. Who's he? I'm 24. He's probably 22. My niece is probably, is she 18 now? Oh my gosh, that's so scary. 17, 18. So, but I look at it. I'm the uncle. I should be the one hitting them up. I should be the one setting the tone, and I'm not. And I feel kind of bad about that because I know how much love love they have for me, and my nephews in Arizona who are younger. They're all in high school, except two in high school, one in middle school. I should know the oldest is I was in college. Like you, like do you guys see how? In real time, I'm like, no, they're older. Oh my goodness, they're this age, it's that age. What the fuck? You know, where is time going? You know, I'm worrying so much. I'm overthinking. I'm consistently overthinking, consistently overanalyzing. And I should just call. I should just text them. Yeah, it's. I mean, the easy, I'm not the easiest thing to say, but at, at the same time, it could be like, oh, well, they can hit me up too. Yeah, that, mm, I'll, I'll get back to that another time. <laughs> oh. But I've been speaking about why I'm consistently good, and I don't, when I mean good, I mean like I do these things consistently, and they're, I guess, not going to say they're bad habits. Procrastination, yes. But another thing is sometimes this life gets in the way and I'm not able to do those things. But even that's not a good excuse. But I'll speak about something I'm consistently, that I do consistently in that. It's a positive. I know I've been, it seems more like a Debbie Downer. But a positive thing, or something that I, I'm proud of myself is that I'm consistent with the kids I work with. Checking in with them. Make sure they're good and Ask them about, hey, how was your weekend? Hey, how's your mom and dad? Or, how, you know, if they have siblings and checking in on them academically. I'm consistent with that. And, damn, this, that's, every time I talk, I make realizations. Maybe that's why, because I don't reach out enough, in my eyes, I don't reach out enough to my nieces, my niece and nephews, Maybe that's why I do with the kids that are right here in front of me. That range from ages 11 to 18. Hmm. Mind blown. That's what I'm consistent with. Being just, and just trying to be enthusiastic, try brighten their day. Um, you know, I've worked with kids since I was 
a kid myself, 14, 15 years old, and I've always said that the kids I work with, they do a lot more for me than they know. And, you know, they could thank me, and that goes a long way. I greatly forever will appreciate that. But I I tell them thank you. And they don't they kinda look at me confused, but I say it'll make sense. It'll make it, you'll understand one day. So I'm consistently good at that. I think I'm consistently good at my job and building healthy organic relationships with with kids because you know, you know the saying goes, and I've said that five times already. <laughs> you know, be the adult that you didn't have. And I had great adults in my life, don't get me wrong. So in my case, I guess I'm just passing it forward, passing it on. Damn, I need to get my, I need to get my therapist on this. <laughs> oh, so I'm consistently good at that. I'm consent. What am I, what's a good thing I'm consistent at? Oh, my running. I've been, I've slacked the last, over the last two weeks. I haven't been, you know, because trip to Philly and even though we did run from like a brunch spot to the hotel that was not fun because i didn't have my running sneakers that had flats on like low tops but being active like if i'm i've been saying i want a six pack for years and i just drink six packs that's the only that's the only i get the bad bad dad joke but <laughs> it didn't let it sit uh my body i'm which i'm consistently bashing my body but i've been told I got, you know, I mean, kind of handsome in the eyes of some, some ladies. Shit, some dudes have told me. Yo, went to a gay bar. Yo, off topic story. Actually, it's on topic. Fuck this. I think I've said this before, but I feel rejuvenated this Sunday morning afternoon. So fuck it. I remember a couple weeks ago, went to a happy hour. It was at a gay bar. Man's is like, fucking dancing on the on top of the bar and everything i pull up see my friends and they're like oh what would you like to drink and he's looking at me up and down well i had my eyebrows were recently done and i have a, a denim jacket with a rose on it so i definitely i can see why i give the vibe like hmm you like dick don't you and i'm like no but i'm flattered though like what's good <laughs> Oh, man. Listen, listen. I'll take any compliments I could get. Any. I don't care. If it, which gender, which of the 90,000 genders that are there at this very moment. One's probably being created right now, for all I know. But, hey, I'll, a compliment is a compliment. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. I thank you. And the insecure Milton from middle school thanks you as well, too. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, I'm back to my body. You know, just like being active, working out. I need to get back. You know, the last two weeks I've felt I haven't done as much. And like I've been not eating a lot. Well, take out because of, you know, work and just grabbing lunch. But I need to be active. I mean, I've been active in different ways at work and, you know, uh, demonstrating different drills and everything. But I'm just for myself, like not work related, just doing my runs, my three, four miles, six miles, whatever the case is. And it does help a lot, too. You know, my mental Again, it all connects. If you're mental, you know, you're, I think look at it as like your mental, your emotional, uh, physical, and spiritual, whatever spiritual could mean to you. Could be your religion, could be 
the feelings, the spirits, I don't, I don't, I don't know, saging, I don't know, fuck. But it just all connects, you know, if they're all aligned. You could tell when, if one is uh, is in balance, you can tell when it's in balance, if one is off, it affects the other, it's like a domino effect. So, yeah, I'm, I'm consistently good at reflecting on processing my emotions, so things I, I couldn't do years ago. I had probably the tangibles. I knew I had feelings. I knew I, I'm pa- of passionate or expressive or at times anger, but I'm consistently reflecting and thinking. Um, so yeah, I, to me it's all about perception. There are moments I am an overthinker, and there are moments where I'm like, you know what? No, Milton, you're not overthinking. You're analyzing properly. Like you're maybe you've been through this many times before, something of a similar situation. So you should be processing. You should be analyzing the situation because the other times you didn't, you had to pay the price. So yeah, I think it's all about perception too. I'm a big about perception, glass half full type of guy. Uh, for the most part, at least that's why I try to try to be. Instead of saying, again, words have power, have meaning. Like I said, instead of saying, oh, I'm an overthinker. I might, nah, I just analyze situations for my own sake. You know, it, it's a, you have a different um, connotation, you know. Oh, I, I, instead of, I think I told one student, she was telling me, I forgot what, what it was that, oh, like I compare myself to my friends and, you know, the grades and I just... I, I can't catch up to them, but and she's mind you, she this student is a a like a, a student. I'm like, you're not. I'm like, think of it this way. I tell her you're a perfectionist. That's it, and it's a gift and a curse. But you're a perfectionist. You're not. You're not not good enough. It's not that. Don't say that to yourself. You're a perfectionist. You just ex- have high expectations for yourself. What's crazy to me is that I say all these to these all these things to these kids, and I'm like, man, if only they knew my insecurities. Like, it's no different from them. And I tell a lot of them, like, what you're going through and thinking, I'm doing the same thing too. It's probably not on a different plateau, but still, still there. Mm. This is a great therapy session. This is a great chapter. Hmm, I'm proud of this. <laughs> I'm proud of this. You know what? We're, I'll come back to this topic. You know, next another time. What I'm consistently good at. You know, I spoke a lot about the my procrastination and lateness and all that, but I started with what I deem things that I need to improve on, and but at the same time, gave myself credit because that's why I don't do enough. I don't give myself enough credit. Uh, maybe I'm too modest. Um, but yeah, no, I'm talking. I'm talking my shit. I'm proud of myself of who I am what I do how I do things because it's me and I'm always gonna be me and with that said till the next chapter and next chapter will be chapter 15 and who knows what the fuck that chapter will be about but you're gonna best believe it'll be out the following week and then we got that at 16 and then 17 and then 18 because your boy's gonna be consistent and if I'm not hold me accountable with that said peace